Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday of the sixth week of Easter, May the 23rd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. John, chapter 15, verses 26 through 16, verse 4. John chapter 15, verses 26 through chapter 16, verse 4. And in our reading this morning, Jesus continues to give his final instructions, his final discourse to the disciples before he is to enter into his passion, death, and ultimately, of course, the glorious resurrection. And in this particular passage that we read today, Jesus uh, leaves the disciples uh, an extraordinary uh, witness, but also uh, an extraordinary vocation and call, one that extends down through the ages to each and every one of us in our own lives. Jesus tells the disciples when the paraclete comes, and the word paraclete is particular to the Gospel of St. John. It doesn't appear anywhere else, uh, although it does appear one time in the first letter of John, and it is referred to as the advocate. But the paraclete is from a Greek word, parakletos, and there really is no adequate translation of that into English. The paraclete is never really defined because the paraclete cannot be limited because it is the third person of the Blessed Trinity. Uh, it's known by its functions, that is, by what the Holy Spirit does uh, rather than by what it is. And it proceeds from the Father and the Son, the unity of the Father and the Son and the Son and the Father, and from their unity proceeds the eternal Holy Spirit, the Lord and the giver of life. It is the Holy Spirit who is at work at the beginning of Genesis, in which there is a void there. There is nothing of any formations. There is just this mass of matter that has appeared by the word of God. And it is the Holy Spirit that blows over the waters and begins the process of turning chaos to order. It is necessary for any creation to have order. You must have order. Chaos is always the work of the evil one. And we really cannot get anything done with chaos. Uh, we see that uh, just recently, over the past two years, with the chaos that, for example, has inflicted our society, from riots to various divisions and strifes, controversies that take place, uh, often very, very uh, vile and violent. And we see how little is accomplished in the presence of chaos. But God's work is always the work of order, 
structure. It's always the work of bringing things together, gathering, bringing about unity and oneness so that we may proceed forward or the process may proceed forward. And so that becomes a very important thing. So Jesus is once again speaking of the paraclete. And he says, when the paraclete comes, and remember we are but a few days away from Ascension Thursday, this coming Thursday, and on Sunday, Pentecost. When the paraclete comes, the spirit of truth who comes from the Father. So in this particular role or function or work of the Holy Spirit, which is the way in which we have equated paraclete, the Holy Spirit, he is the, he is the spirit of truth. He is the spirit of truth. He speaks nothing but the truth. He informs us of nothing but the truth. He says that when the spirit comes from the Father and whom I myself will send from the Father, he will bear witness on my behalf. So the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, will bear witness that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the Messiah, the Savior, the one promised to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob millennia ago that God has been faithful in the person of Jesus Christ. The promise and the covenant made to Abraham is now fulfilled in the person of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, will bear witness to the truth that Jesus is and has always preached and proclaimed. But he says something remarkable. He says, you must bear witness as well. It's not just Jesus speaking of the Father in relation to himself and the Holy Spirit. It is each and every one, each and every Christian, each and every believer, each and every disciple and follower of Christ, down through the centuries until the Lord comes again, who is called to bear witness through the indwelling Holy Spirit in each and every one of us. From our baptism, our confirmation, we are living tabernacles, if you will, living places of sanctuary where the Holy Spirit dwells. And we are called in our daily lives to be witness to the person of Jesus Christ in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions. We give testimony that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God. Or by our actions and our testimony, we give witness that Jesus is not, and in that we lie. We are, in the, we are not in the truth, and we are doing the work of the evil one, who is the father of all lies. The, the evil one does not want anyone to accept that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And so each day in our daily lives, no matter how insignificant or unimportant whatever we're doing may seem, however routine, 
we are witnessing. We are giving witness and testimony to the world that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. And he says, for you have been with me from the beginning, and I have told all of this to keep your faith from being shaken. Because when you witness to the person of Christ, the response of the world is one of hostility, one of resistance and resentment. And we know it's also the world's violence and hatred and death and torture, persecution against the church. And that has continued throughout human history in the great spiritual warfare that is so intense today. Today's warfare is a warfare, not geopolitically. Uh, it is a warfare of the spirit between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, between the spirit of truth and the father of lies. And each and every one of us, we are called to make a declaration as to whether we are witnesses to the truth or whether we are participants in the great lie that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God and the Savior. And that testimony is given daily by our lives, by the way in which we live and what we do and what we say. And Jesus indicates because Jesus always deals at the level of the truth and of reality. He said that there will be times in which they will expel you from the synagogue. They will even put you to death, claiming that they are serving God. All this they will do to you because they know neither the Father nor me. They don't know them. They don't know Jesus because they don't want to. It's the hardness of their heart, their refusal. It's not that they can't know it. It's that in their willfulness, they refuse to know and to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the Savior. And Jesus says, I have told you all of this so that when the hour comes, and it will come, you will remember that I have told you. But be strong in the Holy Spirit. Remain firm, because God in you will never be defeated. No matter, no matter what the odds are, no matter what the appearances are, no matter the short term, God's word, God's Holy Spirit, the Son of God, will always be victorious. So in our own witnessing, we can expect opposition but we more and more rely and trust in God's word that in the Holy Spirit we can proclaim the truth. The truth will set us free. And in the truth of Jesus Christ, we are more than conquerors, for we have been saved by our faith, and we share that faith each day as witnesses in the truth of the Holy Spirit. God bless you.